the fluidi followed, each man, woman, and child carrying an unlit torch. Burial of a king has been observed in this way from time past remembering. The wheels and hooves are muffled so that the beer may pass silently through the land. The weapons are covered and the torches unlit so that no eye will mark the passing procession. Secrecy and silence are maintained so that the grave mound will never be discovered and desecrated by an enemy. As night drew its cloak of stars across the sky, we arrived at Glindu, a narrow valley tributary to the Vale of Modorn. The funeral procession entered the Black Glen, moving beside the still dark water. The deep-folded valley was darker even than the sky above, which still glimmered in blue twilight. The grave mound loomed on its hill as a mass of thick-gathered shadow. At the foot of Kinnachrai, the Hill of Kings, I kindled a small fire to light the torches. As the people took their places, forming two long lines on either side of the path leading up the hill to the entrance of the cairn, the flame was passed from torch to torch. This is the Ariant Ol, the radiant way along which a king is carried to the tomb. When the people had assembled, I began the funeral rite, saying, The sword I bear on my thigh was a wall high and strong, the bane of marauding enemies. Now it is broken. The talk I bear in my hand was a light of keen judgment, the beacon of right-wise favour shining from the far-off hill. Now it is extinguished. The shield I bear on my shoulder was a platter of plenty in the hall of honour, the sustenance of heroes. Now it is riven, and the hand that upheld it is cold." The pale white corpse will soon be covered under earth and blue stones. Woe, my heart, the king is dead. The pale white corpse will soon be covered amidst earth and oak. Woe, my heart, the ruler of clans is slain. The pale white corpse will soon be covered under the greensward in the tumulus. Woe, my heart, Pridane's chieftain will join his fathers in the hero mound. Men of Pridane, fall on your faces. Grief has overtaken you. The day of strife has dawned. Great the grief, shallow the sorrow. No glad song will be sung in the land, only songs of mourning. Let all men make bitter lament. The pillar of Pridane is shattered. The hall of tribes has no roof. The eagle of Findargad is gone. The boar of Sikarth is no more. The great king, the golden king, Meldron Moor, is murdered. The day of strife has dawned. Bitter the day of birth, for death is its companion. Yet, though life be cold and cruel, we are not without a last consolation. For to die in one world is to be born into another. Let all men hear and remember." So saying, I turned to the warriors of the bier and commanded them. The horses were unhitched, the wagon was raised, and its wheels removed. The warriors then lifted the bier shoulder-high, and began to walk slowly towards the cairn, passing between the double line of torches, moving slowly up the radiant way to the grave mound. As the bier passed, I took my place behind it, and began the lament for a fallen champion, singing softly, slowly, allowing the words to fall like tears into the silence of the glen. Unlike other laments, this one is sung without the harp. It is sung by the chief bard, 
and although I had never sung it, I knew it well. It is a strong song, full of bitterness and wrath, at the way in which the champion's life had been cut short and his people deprived of his valour and the shelter of his shield. I sang the lament, my voice rising full and free, filling the night with harsh and barren sorrow. There is no comfort in this song. It sings the coldness of the tomb, the obscenity of corruption, and the emptiness, waste, and futility of death. I sang the bitterness of loss and the aching loneliness of grief. I sang it all, driving my words hard and biting them between my teeth. The people wept, and I wept too, as up and up the Ariantol, and slowly, slowly we approached the burial cairn. The song moved to its end, a single rising note becoming a sharp, savage scream.